suddenly is working better it's um and i believe the correct term that the experts use is uh it's bullshit (laughs) (laughs) not no that is an extremely technical term Uh, um brought to you by the best of the best (laughs) alexander graham bell was like because because fuck you that's why and everyone went yeah that makes sense (laughs) totally totally yeah Actually, hang on. I'm going to try and see if I can't get the stupid thingy-ma-bob. A thingy-ma-bob. You know what? No, fuck it. We're just going to do this because it's fresh in my head. We've got levels. Yeah. Everything looks good. Everything uh, everything sounds bad. good or at least sounds better. There's still a bit of a hum, but not quite the hum uh, because we switched microphones because, because that fuck makes it. sense. Because that makes sense. Because that makes sense. In this universe, that makes sense for some fucking reason. Yeah, whatever. Because fuck this. <laughs> it's such... <laughs> Make Not, it make no. sense. Make it make sense. Nothing does anymore. Hey, cat. Hey, Bobs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cat. Uh, hey, welcome back. Hey, thank you. Hey, it's uh, nice to be back. Yeah, That's, buddy. Yeah. Check this out. Yeah, yeah. Dink. That was his cheerings. Oh, man. Um, hey, everyone. We're back again. Um, we just finished watching I for my first time, Cat for what, your seventh? No. Oh, God. Eighth? It's, it's got to be close to 10, if not 11. <laughs> the, I am so fucking predictable. <laughs> her her multiple if viewing of everything, everywhere, all, all at, at once. once. <laughs> I And uh, I was just commenting, I don't know why, but I'm sweaty. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. I don't know why. I don't know why. Okay, the thing is that happens sometimes when i'm watching a movie yeah i'll just like kind of start to perspirate it means you're into it yeah is that what okay that's then cool okay as long as i have a reasoning but like that's my experience like if i've been really in and really invested into like a movie or a tv show it usually just happens with movies especially if i'm in the theater if i'm like invested in it yeah my body is like oh my god we're processing all this cool fucking information and there's a lot and everything everywhere all at once there's constantly shit going on and your body just starts to overheat mine has done that and is doing it happens like i don't know about you but i get super emotional in movies like i cry at the drop of a hat um so i get teared up i don't let once i I am a man i'm a straight white man so i cannot cry don't you dare fucking show an emotion i cannot do you fucking dare so you know And that's kind of the hard part about being uh, a dad with kids because they, you know, because all these kids movies, man, they're getting, uh-huh. they're getting, um, 
they're a movie yeah what was it was it inside out there was there was a part in i don't know inside out where like bing bong or whatever the fuck his name is had to like stay behind i was like i'm fucking losing my mind and sobbing yeah frozen 2 got to me though although that was like there was some extenuating circumstances (laughs) when i watched that i was like freaking out about other stuff and emily was like let's just watch frozen 2 it'll be fun yeah you like olaf i do like olaf i think he's fucking hilarious fuck everyone who thinks he's annoying but then i'm like Spoilers for Frozen 2, Olaf quote-unquote dies. <laughs> That's just what you needed. Yeah, and I was like, ah, I was oh. Like, oh my god. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs> Frozen 2 feelings aside, yes. uh, yeah, I kind of held you at metaphorical gunpoint last week when we were talking about our video games thing, and I was like, Oops, you have to watch everything everywhere all at once. You didn't even have to hold me at gunpoint. Yeah. I was I was absolutely 100% willing. But in ter- in uh, cooling us off, we are both drinking a rum and Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. And it is delish. This is my go-to. I love it this is, shit. It is very good. I put too much of your rum in this Dr. Pepper, so <laughs> I apologize. Let's um, go, team. Well, I didn't realize that I, I normally do very heavy. Well, I mean, first of all, Wisconsin... Yeah, you're gonna pour heavy, but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just because my I'm not saying my roommate is an alcoholic, but we both enjoy strong drinks <laughs> if we've had a if we've had a day and I'm just yep. kind of used to pouring for her and I. So sure. it's like whoop without thinking about it. And I'm gonna slowly die as this podcast progresses. Woo-hoo! Woo! Live live updates. Here we go. Okay. Well, so yes. We just finished watching Everything Everywhere All at Once, an A24 film. Yes. Um, there is a lot <laughs> to unpack in this movie. A lot. Yeah. It is a fantastic movie. It is really good. Yeah. There's just, like, some parts about it that I'm like, they just kind of removes you you know from like I start to get into it and I get really emotionally connected and I'm like oh my god like they're they're dealing with real human emotions and like (laughs) like I can relate and everything and then like the fucking hot dog fingers come out and I'm like come on (laughs) you had me I was hooked bait line and sinker and then hot dog fingers and I'm like come on anyway um I guess we should spoiler alert obviously but if you don't already fucking know what we do in this podcast then what the fuck are you doing listening to an episode of something we kind of just talk about stuff we're we're really fucking about and slowly meander towards 40 minutes entertainingly hopefully hopefully um so you went in completely blind completely did you was it what you were expecting or if it wasn't what you were expecting what were you expecting if anything at all so part of it was what i was expecting so i mean when we talked about it uh on the ride here um i knew it was like a multiverse type film Uh i just didn't know to what extent Mm -hmm. um and obviously i know it's like got action elements to it Mm -hmm. Uh, but that's about it so i did i really honestly was not sure. I just knew, like, <laughs> I really like Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, she fucking is the coolest person in the universe. Uh, absolutely. In all of the universes. <laughs> yeah. All of, all of the universes. All of them. Every universe, everywhere. <laughs> all, all at, at once. once. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is going to happen. It's going to get real old. Just bear with us. Yep. Listen, it's it's just a thing. You got to lie back and embrace it. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
anyways, uh, no, I, I really honestly didn't know what to expect. I figured it was going to be more of like a, she was, what I kind of expected was uh, Michelle Yeoh's character having some sort of inner turmoil, mm -hmm. just um, not necessarily really triggered by any outside forces and then she was going to through that discover multiverses where she could be other people mm -hmm. that's kind of what I was ex expecting mm -hmm. not necessarily like a uh, an agency ish mm -hmm. kind of thing mm -hmm. um and then the main character to be her or the main uh, antagonist to be her daughter. Mm -hmm. I did kind of see that early on, like after you found out like that there was an antagonist. I'm like, oh, OK, I wonder who that is. And then like, I don't know, it was shortly thereafter. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's okay, this is very obviously like Stephanie Shu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it didn't make it any less awesome. Like, No, I think that like... And I, and I think this movie is okay with you guessing things. Like, this isn't a movie right. that's trying to surprise you, even though I did find myself surprised multiple times about oh, what the sure. fuck was happening. But, yeah. like, I think narratively, the movie is more focused on emotions mm -hmm. than it necessarily is. Not plot, because I think, despite everything that fucking happens, I do think it has a solid plot. Um, I, I would say so. Uh, and I think a lot of it all ties ties really really well together but um this isn't a movie that's trying to be that's trying to have like a clever plot twist yeah or anything yeah like um a lot of movies are and not that that's not a bad thing i don't mind plot twists i love plot twists yeah. surprise me but like yeah, yeah, yeah i kind of felt like it helped that you were like oh well that's obviously joy mm -hmm. is joe butabaki like yeah let's see how this unfolds versus like who is this mysterious person yeah dragging it out forever yeah and I think that that um, speaks to your point about it, like not being necessarily plot heavy, but more emotional. Yeah, like, it makes I feel you... like it was more about like the the emotional side of things being resolved right. versus like, yeah, Evelyn has to fight a big bad. Yeah, big baddie. Yeah, that's gonna be another fucking Marvel film. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, nothing against Marvel. I'm all about Marvel, but I'm marveled out. Yeah, I'm, I'm a marveled little tired the of the fuck out. Yeah. Okay, I I think the last one I watched and I was all like, "This is amazing." Was Thor Ragnarok, and then after I that, I'm like, "Bother seeing it." I'm oh, sure I'm sure it's good, it but is. I think around I think around Black Panther, like Black Panther was an incredible movie, but after that, I was like, I kind of want like cool, like not that Marvel comics aren't cool, but like I want yeah. the weird fringe comics to start to be adapted now. Oh sure. Instead of another, instead of like Spider Man fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I still need to see the new Spider-Man. Spider-Man's. I still haven't seen it, and we did a whole got a ding dang podcast on it. Well, okay. almost, yeah, almost. We did a podcast on Spider-Man, not necessarily the movie. Anyway, <laughs> because we are literally going everywhere, every everything. all at once, all at once. Sorry, Fuck, God, I no, fucked it up. It. I fucked no. it up. No, no, no. It's okay. I didn't. We didn't make eye contact <laughs> properly. Don't worry about it. Oh um, my God. What did you not like about it? Was it if you didn't like anything at all? You mentioned, um, yeah, uh, I would say like. But the hot dogs for hands took you out of it. The hot dog. Well, it took me out of it. Like it removed me. Like I said, like I was getting invested. There were some really amazing scenes, some really touching scenes, you mm -hmm. know. And it was like, oh, cool. Like, this is awesome. Like, there's this whole, it, the, the story is coming to a climax. Even when the story wasn't coming to a climax, it was like, 
there was just these parts, these mm-hmm. certain parts where I'm like, um, is this, is this necessary? You know, like, <laughs> That's totally do we fair. have to go this far? Yeah. Like you could have chosen anything in any of the multiverses, but you just choose to keep coming back. <laughs> to having hot dog fingers the, always the lesbian hot dog love story jamie lee curtis yeah. with hot dog fingers and where they don't necessarily and then like they put them in each other's mouths and like suddenly they have one has <laughs> mustard the other one has ketchup what are you yeah. doing that was like, yeah i think that was one of the things where i was like ah that's just gross uh I, I think ultimately though like just for me personally the rest of it really really won out yeah for me so i it wasn't necessarily like i'm struggling with it right now Mm -hmm. i'm still like we literally just stopped watching it like 20 minutes ago yeah yeah yeah. we paused it and then immediately started setting stuff up we paused the end credits and we're like whoa (laughs) time to go Mm -hmm. gotta get it while it's fresh um i just because i don't like it doesn't mean that i don't feel like it at least added something because Absolutely. in any viewing experience if it makes you remember it or makes you think about it um I, like i feel like it was uh mm, sort of necessary you know it was like, necessary but like it could have been something else it 100 percent, i yep. think could have been something else but but yes the the silliness you know uh like even the rocks when they were the rocks like i'm like i can get on board with this this is kind of fun it's kind of cute like mm-hmm. it's out of the norm out of the realm um silence for a solid two minutes as yeah. you're reading subtitles yeah reading the dialogue. movie theater when i first saw that opening you could hear a fucking pin drop really it was so cool oh awesome yeah that's cool that's a a fucking great experience yeah yeah no for me that that was probably it like it it wasn't necessarily that i hated it i was just kind of like um no well you can take or leave yeah x or y all right yes all right i'll let it i'll let it slide (laughs) <laughs> I'll let it slide. Okay. So, but what about you? Like, is there, is there a part of this film that you do not like? Um, yeah. Um, I feel like there's a, and I now, I now know the reason because when I really like something and I see something like 11 million times, I have this obsessive, like, well, actually, I know what it is. It's a hyperfixation because I have fucking ADHD. But like, I have to know how it works. I have to pick it apart. I have to see how it was made and sure. why is X happening and why is Y happening and what was the reasoning for blah 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 blah. Um, there's one part that really fucking bothers me, and it's about 0.5 seconds. It's in um one of the later montages of like all of the universes reaching um a climax i think it's in the like uh joy going oh you have to let me go and she's like no i cannot or whatever when okay they're, when they're fighting the bagel anyway um it's this like 0.5 second image of somebody flinging spaghetti that has oh. no place in there because there was another universe called like Spaghetti Baby Noodle Boy or something like that. Or I'm getting that wrong, so I'm so sorry, Daniels, who are definitely listening to this podcast 100%. I'm so sorry, Daniels. Um, but like, apparently, that was a whole thing that got cut out. And then if they removed that frame, the rest of the like sequence wouldn't really oh, flow right. But like, yeah. I, I remember watching it in theaters and going, What the spaghetti? fuck? Spaghetti? Okay. 
Okay, so <laughs> like for some reason, like the rocket taking off and the apples banging together didn't yeah. bother me, but like the, the spaghetti, spaghetti thing, I was like, but like, what's the visual point to this? Okay, I want you to know something though. I was, I'm not shitting you. I was wondering what the fuck was up with that too. Something mm-hmm. about the spaghetti. Just, it, it just threw me off. Yeah. And I couldn't put my finger on it. I'm it like, It doesn't Why? make narrative sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah, ex- you're exactly right though. The two apples, the rocket. Makes sense. What the fuck? Why, yeah. why does, why is all that okay? But for some reason, there was that spaghetti and I'm like, I don't yeah it was so from my understanding is there was a whole other universe where um there was a bunch of spaghetti in a pot and michelle yo like evelyn was the spaghetti and there was like a little macaroni thing that was like different from all of the noodles Um. and or it was the other way around and the whole thing was like oh you just have to learn to like stick to the wall or whatever (laughs) it was something like that (laughs) okay either way very metaphorical it was it was very like i was like huh what? I don't understand. Um, oh my god, that's too funny. Did you... I feel like I'm like, let me tell you all of my fucking knowledge. No, no, let's go. Staying on the internet. For I fucking long. love it. Um, the name is escaping me shit. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. You know that fucking song. I know the song. I, yeah, I, I did you catch you all of the like references to it? No. Um... So it's uh, they're in the hallway, and Waymond is like, "Of course you sense it. Like um, your clothes never wear quite the same way, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Your coffee never tastes the same." And he starts like quoting that lyric for lyric. Oh. Um, and through every universe, they actually got oh fuck, the name is escaping me. Um, they got the guy that sang in the band that made fucking story of a girl uh, to like re-record the song with different lyrics and different um and different styles and it plays periodically through the movie is it nine days yeah yeah <laughs> i'm googling it yeah so in like the romantic the the like romantic uh genre uh, genre where like Evelyn and Wayman are talking in the laundry car. It's mm-hmm. a like country version of the song and the songs are different. And in like the weird universe where there's some like BDSM stuff. Yeah. Uh, when one of when one of the guys played by one of the directors is like coming out like and being like, Oh, clean up, would you? Yeah. The last phrase is instead of like when she smiles, it's the safe word smile. And it's like different versions of that. What keep the fuck? Looping oh my god. Yeah. It's this is a very good movie if you want to watch it multiple times and you just start picking up so much stuff wild um another thing i really really definitely enjoyed about it is um if you watch depending on what genre the scene is or what movie the the scene is in particular the aspect ratio will change that i have noticed yeah so like sometimes it's like a square especially yeah. for flashback scenes and like the romantic comedy one is done like in a completely different aspect radio of like the sci-fi action kung fu movie parts yeah 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 that shit really tickles my fancy i don't know i take that <laughs> what's fascinating about a lot of that too is that like sometimes you don't pick up on that because mm-hmm. i noticed that like i didn't either until i visibly saw it moving it's all subconscious and until it's you're like, like holy Whoa. shit yeah like they do they're doing a thing yeah that's wild art, uh, oh, art. thank you art. Art. <laughs> <laughs> this really was like i i genuinely had a great experience um michelle yo is fucking incredible she was absolutely amazing in this like i love i love 
I, I've enjoyed everything that she's been in ever since I think I first saw her in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, which, I think that was way, my first one too. Which, by the way, I need to know, and maybe you already know this, when they, <laughs> her and uh, Joy are battling mm -hmm. in like the forest or whatever, mm -hmm. did she actually hold the um sword from Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon because I could have swore that Michelle Yeoh was dressed like her character. Oh yeah. In like the pure like Chinese yeah. Han Fu like yeah. yeah. I don't know if that was I don't like I don't know if that was the exact same sword. I wouldn't be fucking surprised. Okay, I'm gonna fucking look it up right now. Um you especially keep considering uh like they used actual footage of Michelle Yeoh and they were being like, oh, this is the universe where she's an actress. Like there's stuff from her in the premiere of Crazy Rich Asians and fucking James Bond and, you know, all of that other shit. So I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if that was like a direct nod to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon or just a nod to like all of the sick ass Kung Fu movies. <laughs> you know what Which, I mean? The period Kung Fu yeah, movies yeah, where they yeah, like, yeah. get the magic sword. Oh my God, this is a war. Um... I just, I really want to know because, again, it, it, it looked so much like her character. And then, obviously, hmm. there's the fucking, the nod to Kill Bill. Oh, yeah. That was, um, that was, that was fun. That yeah. was fun. I have to admit, that was really fun. I mean, that was another one of those elements that kind of took me out. But I was also like, eh, this is fun. I'll, I'll this allow is fun. it. I'll you allow know? it. But I feel like at the same time, you kind of have to allow it because it's like, it's a, it's, a, it's an this, everything all at once. Yeah. It's a multiverse. Like, of course she's going to be in a fucking Kill Bill movie. Yeah. Like, I don't um, know. No, I totally agree. And I think that's the reason why this movie works and why it's able to just be like, oh no, we're in a sci-fi movie now. Oh no, actually we're in like a family movie. Oh no, I lied. We're in like a, a queer film. Oh no, that's a lie. We're in like something else. Here's two pinatas. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I what think, the fuck? <laughs> I think because it's so, it's self-aware without like when it when it beats you over the head with it which I think this does a little bit um, I think maybe 20 minutes could have been cut out if you're very generous oh. um, but um, it doesn't beat you over in the head it doesn't beat you in the head over the head in a way that's like look at how cool we are we know all of these genres like you can definitely yeah. tell it's a love letter yeah. to everything um the romantic like one car one fuck <laughs> words um <laughs> chung king express the director that did that um that beautiful like mood the lighting of like when she's an actress in hong kong that's like oh. specifically evocative of of um his films is just so on point like I think the only way they could have done it is if they were like actual fans it feels less like oh we're just gonna stick everything in because we're trying to be the next Rick and Morty mm, with yeah. and it's more like oh no we just genuinely love all of these so let's try to find a way to make this work right <laughs> and I think for the most part it really really does um <sighs> I don't think I've had a movie shoot up so fast within like my top five films. Yeah. Then like watching this. Okay, so I think I've already at, like did I already ask you? I think we talked we we touched briefly on what we didn't really care for in the film. So what mm -hmm. did you like? What about this film does it for you? Mm. Because 
because again, we were talking mm-hmm. and before we sat down and started recording, you were like, I've seen it like this many times and I've dragged this many friends to it. I've seen it this many times in the theaters and I now have a pirated copy. Not really. Just kidding. No, I don't, <laughs> don't have a pirate. I don't have a pirate. Never mind. FBI. Yeah, it's fine. No, I no, no. I we, absolutely do not. Have you a and I copy. totally went to the theaters just now and we came, we no, raced we back to my on, house. We watched it on like video demand or yeah, that yeah. one. We, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, um, I, sometimes you see things at the right time of your fucking life which sounds really goddamn pretentious um but like i i I think it just really hit a core i really i definitely resonated with joy um and i I, like i'm very lucky that it wasn't the the queer aspect of like oh i have to come up to my grandparents and i don't know if they'll accept me Um, sure there, there was none of that um i just this is this is a movie very obviously made with somebody who from somebody who has ADHD, um, <laughs> um, and I think that compounded with like the ultimate message of like, hey, nothing matters, so try to be a good person, you know, like yeah. try to be a part of your community, like help each other, just just be kind. I think really got to me. Um, Waymond is like Michelle Yeoh is fantastic. Seventy Two is fantastic, but like um, Ki Hui Kwan is to me absolutely the heart of this movie. Yeah, every single thing he did was fucking magic. Yeah, um, and I think like all of his lines are ones that have really, really, really stuck with me. Um, I, I firmly believe one of the most romantic lines in movies now is like, in another universe, I would have loved to just do laundry and taxes with you. Right. Because it's just like, I love this person so much. I want to do the most mundane things with them in right? the universe. And I will be happier than I will ever been. Okay. So that I just... kills me. That fucking kills me. That's like... I want you... Oh. I need you to know right now. I need you to know right now. I have seen that surfing like obviously you know you've posted that on your social media i cry just thinking about it i'm a fucking weenie don't cry right now do not cry on this podcast we do not cry on this podcast not yet anyway not yet anyway um i've seen that float around and i'm like what fucking movie is that from Mm -hmm. i didn't even know it was from this one so then we start watching and then i see him all you know like i'm like oh shit oh shit it's in this one because i've seen that line and i'm like that is an awesome line. It's just, it's, it's romantic without being like. It's realistically romantic. Yeah. Realistically yeah, 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 yeah. romantic. It's That's not the just like, I, I would take you to the moon oh, and the stars and bring you back. the moon for you. Yeah, honey. no, oh. fuck off. It's like, no, I will do the most mundane, boring shit just because I like your fucking company and I think you're a wonderful person. And right. It's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, man. Yes. Fucking A. This guy gets it. Oh. Um, he also has another bit that really, really struck me of the like, I fight with kindness. Yes. Like that whole thing of like, the well, like be kind especially if you don't know what's going on doubly so but the, mm-hmm. like you think i'm weak for like being a good person and seeing the best in everything but like that's my armor and that's kind of how i fight is kind of what i like personally aspire to yep. as well so i think waymond especially hit a lot of the like um 
not philosophical, but like more moral buttons that I like, I try to aspire to be sort of thing. That, cause yeah, like you, that's what I try. That's also what yeah. I try to do. Like I love just trying to be kind because there's not enough of it. Mm-hmm. And his, his character is so rich. I love, I love that moment though, where he does come out and he stops everybody mm-hmm. and he says, no more fighting, no mm-hmm. more fighting. Because up until that point, you're just like, oh, he's just like this quirky little side yeah, he's character. Like, oh, I'm a cute little guy. Yeah, I'm gonna fight people with my fanny pack. Yeah, like go all fucking super ninja. It's like, <laughs> what the shit? Yeah. But up until that point, it was just like this. Am- ah, he's just incredible. He's an amazing character, and I love it. There's a moment I think immediately after that, when um. Evelyn has like seen the bagel and is like, well, like nothing matters. This this sucks. And like I can relate to Evelyn too a lot. Like I think mm-hmm. that's that's what makes it work. Because I think at all points of the story, you can relate to somebody, whether it's Joy or Evelyn or Waymond. Um, but um, whenever like Evelyn has like seen the bagel and is like, this is all pointless anyway. Like nothing's gonna change or whatever. There's a moment where like she touches. Wayman's wrist and kind of is like grounded by him. Um, oh, yeah. And kind of like takes his advice to heart and like kind of sees him and sees, in my opinion, it's like she sees why she originally fell in love with him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and all of the goodness that she has been neglecting to see for for a while a just time. because she's had so much happen and like yeah. you know she's got to stay on top of things uh that's such a powerful moment for me yeah no that's and all it is all it is is like two middle-aged people like looking at each other and going <laughs> we're like light is going on and i'm yeah. crying i know <laughs> no, you're right you're absolutely 100 right because you're absolutely fighting for them in that moment like you see that happening and you're just like this is beautiful. This is so beautiful. This is so beautiful. <laughs> I think the best thing that they did just to set up Wayman and the impact he has is have him have the divorce papers in the beginning. That there was no oh, fight. That yeah. there was no nothing because like it showed that Evelyn was too wrapped up in everything yeah. everywhere instead of like her own self. Um, yeah. But it shows that like Evelyn isn't intentionally being a bad person whenever she says all of this awful shit and stuff. A lot of it is just internalized and a yep. lot of it is this is how well, this is what i learned so this will help you yep. do it iron fist sort of stuff um and i think wayman silently having the divorce papers and having that be part of the first act because you're like oh but like he's so nice to her while this is happening like oh this is not this is not a marriage where both parties hate each other this is a marriage where both parties stopped or one of the parties just stopped communicating and it just stagnated. Mm-hmm. You know, like right away, you know, just because of like Wayman's personality and like Gong Gong moving over, like you can immediately pick up on like, there's never been any knockout, drag down fights. There's never been any drama like that. Right, it's always right. just been, oh sure, okay honey, without any actual communication about what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I do hate that this movie has made me feel so strongly over two rocks. I feel like that's unfair. I agree. I feel like that's so unfair, but I think that, like, 
the fact that this movie is full of so like things are moving fast there's colors there's lights there's five million different storylines there's a fucking raccoon that gets introduced halfway through the second halfway through the third act and it works and it works (laughs) what the shit everything is happening and for like almost the middle of the movie i think a little past the middle for everything to just come to a halt and then there's nothing it's subtitles it's two rocks there's no sound there's barely any movement and you're like i can breathe and assess what's happening and really take in what these rocks are saying which is the most ridiculous sentence i think i've ever had to say (laughs) it's one of the most ridiculous things i think i've ever experienced but it worked it worked it fucking worked (laughs) and should it no it shouldn't but it does but it does and it, it i want it to not make sense but it does. I think that's a lot of the movie, too, of like, this shouldn't work, and it does. Even the stupid hot dog for hands things, at the very yeah. end, you're like, oh, this is to teach Evelyn that, like, even the fucking Jamie Lee Curtis IRS lady is capable of love. And <laughs> that's a reflection of, of the fact that she relates to the crazy IRS tax lady yeah. thinking, oh, we're tough bitches. We don't need any love. And that's false. Right. So by learning to love her and being in that universe where she loves her. Her. Mm-hmm. She's learned to accept the love herself. Blah 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 blah. I could go on, etc. etc. Um, speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis, I she very clearly was just there to have fun, and I fucking <laughs> love that for her. She was having the time of your her life, and it showed, and it was awesome. It was so fucking awesome. It really was. It really was. Because honestly, like I don't know how you could pitch that to somebody. How somebody could read the script and be like, I'm I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Let's back up here. There's what for hands. You you want rocks for 20 minutes? <laughs> you know who I am, right? Yeah. Like, this is... Uh, <laughs> I'm in the Halloween franchise. Like, I'm a big draw. <laughs> Which I don't think she'd ever do. Not that I know her. <laughs> so, you, you brought up the... What was it? Was it the raccoon? The raccoon. Raccoon. And see, it's that's the other part. Here's here's why I think that this is going to be such a fantastic film, and why I think I'm really going to like really going to come to love it. Mm-hmm. All right, because I haven't, I don't think I have yet. It takes a while for me to process it. Right? Not, not only that, but you also like we we just finished watching I'm it, so recency bias it. is a thing. That is and, a legitimate thing. And I love that we're able to talk about it. Like I mm-hmm. I, I do love that we're sitting here talking about it right now, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely one that is gets better with rewatches. Here's here's what I'm coming to realize about this. I finished my drink. I might need another one. We can do a little. We can borrow uh, the feeling into a little heart. <laughs> <noise>. <laughs> we'll do a vibe vibe. We'll do a vibe five. Vibe five. five <laughs> to fucking transition out. All right. Uh, yeah. Finish your sentence okay. and then we'll go grab another drink. <laughs> vibe five out. <laughs> um, a lot of films that I watch. You either get one or the other for me. It's unfortunately pretty black and white. There are very few films where like I can see one thing and then see past the other mm-hmm. and then be like, this movie is awesome, but it had this little thing in here, but it, like, it's whatever, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Or I have this, like, this movie sucked because of this, but it did have great potential. Yeah. So it's like, it's either the movie sucked or it was really good. Mm-hmm. Only so very often Mm. do i find a movie where i'm like i am bothered by this 
but this was a fucking great movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and I think this might be one of them, just mm-hmm. because of again, yeah, the ridiculousness of the Rakakuni. Mm-hmm. I hate that I say that. I hate that those are words that come out of Rakakuni? my mouth. Rakakuni. Boy, like oh, actual, never. actual Randy. You need to understand. Not only did Randy Newman <laughs> voice that dumbass raccoon, which was a real taxidermied raccoon that turned into a puppet, by the way. Um, not only did he voice that, and that fucking kid from Glee was in it, was like the guy that was moving, but like the fact that he wrote a whole song oh from it, the amount of times that I've been like cooking like grilled cheese sandwiches or something from Emily, and I'll just be like, we're a family, culinarily, now we're cooking. <laughs> like, it's fuck you, Randy oh Newman. Anyway, what were you saying before I started spooging information? <laughs> I don't even think it matters anymore. Nothing matters anymore. Nothing matters. So Why? let's do whatever we want. Hey, nothing matters. Let's grab you another drink. Okay. Five five? Five five! <laughs> Give a fuck. Okay, bye bye back. Bye bye back. Bye bye back. Boom, and we're back. Hey, we vibe vibed. We did. Uh oh, feeling this bitch. We sorry. Big shout out to Taylor and Emily at the Uh oh feeling. We love you. We straight up copied you. Yeah, just this once though. Well, maybe just this one. It might happen again. Just anyway. Yeah, you were talking about how like um. There's like movies that you recognize are good, even though parts bother you. Yeah, is that what you were saying. Yeah, so I Expound, think this is, sir. Well, I see. I can't name anything like specific, right? No, you're like, on the spot. There, there's, there's, <laughs> um, there's some of those films where like I absolutely am like this is a great film. I will never watch it again. Oh yeah. Oh, um, I have those. Yeah. Like uh, Event Horizon, if you will. Yeah. Um, fantastic movie i watched it once and i was like holy shit like this is a crazy it's a re- I, I, I remember watching it it's been years mm-hmm. it's been well over probably 10 12 years since i've watched this film i watched it once and i'm like this is a incredible movie it kind of blew my mind i am never watching it again I get like that with Requiem for a Dream is mine where I'm like, this is a fantastic movie. I'm never fucking watching it again. I'm glad I watched Eraserhead is another one where I'm like, I'm, well, I I wouldn't call it a fantastic movie. I would call it a very strange, (laughs) intriguing movie. I would call it a movie. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean that in a good way, but like with Eraserhead, I was like, I'm very glad I watched that. I love that I watched that. I don't know if I will ever watch that again. (laughs) No, uh, fair, fair. Yeah. Um, There's plenty of movies like that, but I just... I don't know. I, but this, I would absolutely watch again. Mm-hmm. I, I love this movie. It was just one of those things where it's like, there's elements, again, that remove me from... Um, uh, uh, the emotion of w- it. Willful suspension of disbelief. Sure, okay. Again, sausage fingers, or fucking hot dog oh, fingers, you know? And I'm like, like I'm in it, I'm, I'm with it, mm-hmm. I am 100% invested emotionally, uh, uh, intellectually, uh, soulfully, mm-hmm. you know? And then all of a sudden, 
hot dog fingers and i'm like and about <laughs> but but again i if you accept and try to recall just just keep in the back of your mind it's it's a multiverse they're um, jumping movie genres jumping all yep. of the silliness and mm-hmm. everything like it, you keep that in the back of your mind uh, obviously I, I feel like the directors the writers knew what the fuck they were doing when they wrote that I don't feel like that was by mistake that was clearly by design absolutely clearly yeah, absolutely. by design yeah. you know that was not a mistake your bag. no <laughs> so. but like the thing with it being literally everything is that because there's everything there's gonna be stuff right. that you're like eh. <laughs> <laughs> no exactly exactly right exactly right there has like it, it can't be fan service it can't be fan service where it's just all like it's all serious and it's all blah 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 like mm-hmm. there has to be some elements of ridiculousness mm-hmm. there has to be yeah, yeah. So. this movie is very for me like the tone especially of the action sequences and whatnot reminded me of kung fu hustle yeah of just the the level of ridiculous yeah. so you have to kind of take your brain and be like oh emotionally i'm being incredibly satisfied like watching the action sequences i'm also incredibly satisfied but this is not the matrix this yes. is fucking kung fu hustle yeah you know dude. what i mean no 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah and fucking jamie lee's curtis uh when when uh uh uh, uh michelle yo's character first like jumps and then gets the kung fu in mm-hmm. her head in that stairwell and then she fucking like throws her whoops throws her face through a fucking wall like, okay it's, it's just like her head in a wall and you're like well yeah <laughs> the other one like um the breaking the riot shield was another one that i was oh, like yeah. in my mind i was like that couldn't happen and then immediately after i was like why the fuck do you care right now <laughs> Will suspension of disbelief, baby. Yeah, yeah. like baby. shut the fuck up and enjoy what's happening. Seriously, yeah. She just got her powers from being a blind opera singer and a sign twirler. You can let this go, you stupid bitch. Everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, uh, well, oh, uh, Jackie Chan. Right. You told yes. me to tell. Yes, okay. you told me to bring up Jackie Chan. So what the fuck about during Jackie our, Chan? During our vibe five. Um, this was originally written this is everything everywhere all at once has been around as a concept since swiss army man ended i believe which if you haven't seen swiss army man that is another movie i'm gonna force you to watch okay i guess that's happening Uh, it's got paul dano in it and for anyone who's talked to me for five minutes knows that do you like paul dano fucking obsessed with that dude he's one of the most underrated actors in hollywood (laughs) he is very good he is is very good good. Uh, him and daniel radcliffe daniel radcliffe plays a corpse Yep, that's it. That's the movie. It's fucking incredible. Anyway, but, um, but I, they also, uh, Swiss Army Man was also bitten, written by the same people that did Everything Everywhere All at Once, which oh. are collectively known as the Daniels, um, just because both of their first names are Daniel. Okay, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, but originally, around like 2016, when certain things were happening in mm. the United States, mm-hmm. um, they were trying to write this movie of, of like, like there's so much happening all the time and like nobody's focusing on like, we, we want to write a movie about that. Okay. How the fuck do we do that? Um, and originally the script was going to be for Jackie Chan. Oh, um, and Jackie Chan turned it down and they were like, what if we just rewrite this and see if like Michelle, Yeoh wants to know what's up. And oh. If I like no disrespect to Jackie Chan, he's he's a he's a cool actor. I, I yeah. do enjoy him, but I think I don't think this movie would have worked very well if it was Jackie Chan. 
instead of Michelle Yeoh. I uh, firmly believe that that would have. I do not disagree. Put it more in the camp genre. I think so too. And I also think it needed that because like the mother daughter specifically the mother daughter relationship is mm-hmm. such a huge thing in this movie mm-hmm. it's also just as a side note it's nice to see a dad that just unconditionally loves his kid no matter what and is allowed to be goofy and soft it's so nice to see that without it being like it's never women you're annoying and you're a problem it's yeah. always women I have shit to do yeah, you yeah, need yeah. to leave right now. And it, that, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's never, like, he's written his comic relief, but it's never, this is the bumbling dad who doesn't know what's up. Oh, which yeah, I really, yeah. really, really enjoy. <laughs> that is a very good, uh, that is a very good uh, fucking hit the nail on the head. Because, yeah, no, you're 100%, like... You brought that to my eyes right now. Like you just, you did magic. You fucking, you did I'm magic. I magic. You did magic. I'm magic. Because like, <laughs> you're 100 percent correct. Because yeah, typically like, if they are just like the fumbling dad, yeah, they're dumb and like. Oh, I'm on like, the couch drinking beer. Yeah. Or like, like, oh, I'm so nice. I'm just completely oblivious to what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. It's know? like no, like he he knew what he was doing, but that was. That was who he was. That's and it, it goes back to that speech that the Wong Kar Ai, that's the name, um, Wong Kar Ai uh, universe, the actor universe had, which in my opinion ripples towards every version of Wayman, including the like macho alpha Wayman <laughs> of like, uh, like I just fight by being kind. Sure. You know, he's always like, I'm going to bake cookies. I'm going to like, you know, and he's allowed to do that. And it's never once questioned. It's just, there's women being women. It's not like, I feel a lot, especially if there's like a single, not a single mother, but if there's like a mother daughter story, I I think based on what I've seen nine times out of 10, it's like, oh, we need a mother daughter story. Let's make the dad useless in some way to really emphasize the connection between the mother and daughter and i like that it felt like a family that is a fucking fantastic (laughs) observation it's a fucking pet peeve of mine man no that is a fantastic (laughs) observation because uh, up until and like vice versa a lot of times there's like a single dad or like a dad that's like well your mom's not in the picture anymore or whatever but like no this is just a solid family film yeah it no don't take your kids to see it like it's a movie about a family yeah please it's it's a dildo fight won't go over well the butt plug fight scene will not go over well speaking of things that removed me from the whole like oh my god i loved that hang on i I, loved because i was thinking about this i was thinking about this imagine if you will for a moment rod serling is here hang on (laughs) imagine if you will an alternate universe that's the Twilight Zone music. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, no, that you're one of these two actors. We're going to say namely the security guard. Oh. Uh, that went flying through the fucking air. Both of those were the... I'm sorry, finish your sentence, and then I have some trivia about those two. Okay, Specifically okay. those two. But it just imagine you're this actor mm-hmm. who is this security guard. Mm-hmm. Who gets so... He gets shit on every single, like, point of the movie. That poor he dude. He does. That poor He's fucking guy. He's there at the beginning, and he just... The gets fucking, owned by correct. a fanny pack. Yeah. And then next thing you know, he's flying through the air, pantless, just bracing for Watches a butt plug. Watches his friend die earlier via gunshot. <laughs> like, and then he just... has been through some 
shit. Just, just anyway. flying through the air. Just spread eagle. Ready to accept this butt plug. He's aiming for it. He's just gunning for He's it. He's got to jump, man. Now, like I said, imagine you're this actor. Okay. And you go around bragging to your friends. Yeah, I got uh, I got this awesome role. Michelle Yeoh's in it. Michelle's, Michelle Yeoh's in it. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited. It's an A24 film. Like, it's going to be sweet. Yeah, cool. What do you what do? You do? What do you, well, I'm a security guard, and it's awesome. Like, I, there's some fight scenes and stuff. Cool. Like, I'm just trying to imagine being that guy working alongside Michelle Yeoh mm-hmm. and having her remove your butt plug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, him and the guy that got the trophy shoved up his ass, the one in the checks, God damn are the it. two stunt coordinators. They're the two head stunt coordinators for the entire thing. They choreographed the entire movie. They learned all of their shit from YouTube. I need to leave. The special effects team, maybe four of them, learned all their shit from YouTube. I'm not joking. I want to be so mad. Right? Right? You're like, here are these people fucking succeeding. I love you all, but no, I am okay. insanely like, fuck you. <laughs> it's jealousy, friends. Absolutely. It's jealousy. It's Pure 100% jealousy. Pure envy. That is all it is. We are not mad at you. Kudos to all of you I for succeeding. I wish you all the, I hope all you get best. an Oscar. I hope you get all the butt plugs. I don't <laughs> care with all of the famous actors. Yeah. I hope you get, I hope you get railed by Fucking, I don't, <laughs> by, oh, fuck, I don't know. I don't even know who. Just uh, go get Enjoy real, your life. Just enjoy life. Fuck Just live you. it. <laughs> but also, yeah, yep. that's not fair. Legitimately, they learned how to fight and shit via YouTube videos. Um, the special <sighs> effects team, there was only about four or five of them. That's insane. Um, this is a movie made by people who love movies. That's insane. And you can very clearly tell. It shows because holy shit. No, mm-hmm. it's a fantastic. <laughs> In summary, it is a fantastic movie. Yeah. It has the hilarious. It has uh, hilarity in it, mm-hmm. as we were just discussing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it has um, <clears throat> action, fantastic action. Like Ooh. some of it is like it's very yeah, kung fu hustle. That fanny pack, like the first fight sequence, being some fucking some dad in a fa- with a fanny pack. Yeah, incredible. In- that sets up the tone incredible. for the entire fucking. It movie. really You're like, does. Oh, okay. <laughs> It really, really does. Um, but even more so, like, when they're... When, uh, what's his name? Waymond? Mm-hmm. Waymond. When he, when they're in the elevator and they're Such going to the Everest. Name. At the very first, the very first, like, thing. And all of a sudden, like, he dips his head. He, like, cocks his head or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, like, nods real quick. And then he's like, okay, we only have so much time. And you're like, what the fuck what is, is going happening? on? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, he does it again and he flips back to regular Waymond. And he's like... That's a really fast elevator. Fast (laughs) elevators here. Like, just that kind of shit. Like, I... I, It's so good. I do think... We have, have like, hailed uh, Michelle Yeoh and Jamie Lee Curtis, but, like, he actually... um, And this is just... I'm on the internet a lot. um, (laughs) You know, like, short-rounded from Indiana Jones, the kid from the Goonies. He quit acting for a very, very long time. Yeah. Because... um, there was just he didn't want to just be like well you're the asian person yeah you know so he was like now i'm i, I want to be I, like i want to get a role just to get a role i don't want to just be like the asian yeah um and then crazy rich asians came out 
and Q was like, which Michelle Yeoh is in. Yes. Um, and Q was like, this is cra- There's just like a bunch of fucking Hollywood people that look at me that like, look, that look like me that are currently in this. I like, I want in on this too. I want it back. If like it's shifted enough that we can do that. And he's good for him. That's fucking he's awesome. He's the, one of the best parts, if not the best part of everything everywhere all at once, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, he fucking showed up and goddamn rocked it. And part of that is that there was like three different Waymans he was being at any given time. And you were like, I buy this. Yeah, man. <laughs> like he did so good mm-hmm. for um, multiple personality disorder. Fucking Christ. A lot of this movie, a lot of the acting could be seen as schlocky if it was any different genre. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this is like every choice was very obviously purposeful in this fucking weird tornado vortex of everything <laughs> really really like it makes it it's it's again it's like the kung fu hustle level of like no this is just this particular universe at this time yep you know and you know when this is all over it's going to go to like a completely normal universe and that's fun <laughs> <sighs> there's just so much mm-hmm it's a lot to process. It is a lot to process. Um, um, I, I, yes. Yes. In, in, uh, inside of me are two wolves constantly fighting for um, supremacy. One of the wolves is like, oh, award shows don't matter. Like, just like what you like. It's all just subjective anyway. Art is subjective. Right. And the other part of me is like, if this doesn't win a fucking Emmy, I am going to lose my goddamn or Oscar. I'm going to lose my fucking mind and I'm coming for everybody. You know what I mean? I do. Where I'm like, fuck the Oscars. But if everything everywhere all at once isn't nominated, fuck the Oscars. Game. You, you just want game to recognize game. Yeah. And that's 100%. You don't want to see another fucking Marvel movie get nominated mm-hmm. because it's the same bullshit this is Mm -hmm. this movie was fucking crazy this movie is so far from paint by numbers like paint by numbers plot Mm -hmm. and paint by numbers like movie making that like i and i I do think that's largely like it was the right when i say like it was the right time for me emotionally but like also like i got so fucking sick of the standard good guy gets girl beat up bad guy yay, yeah explosion at the end haha <laughs> one-liner haha <laughs> one-liner haha <laughs> one-liner it's like yes. okay okay if i wanted this i would fucking literally do anything else with my time like this is right. not but like just the fact that we're like oh you don't know what you want well how about we just take a bunch of spaghetti and throw it on the wall and what sticks is what works here's a movie version of that and you're like oh this this does work this does work (laughs) it shouldn't none of this this movie should not work (sighs) this movie should suck but it's the polar opposite you know what i mean (laughs) i will say too and i don't know why this just popped into my head about this film i like that you know because how you were kind of talking about like standard pretty you know, mm-hmm. prefaced things like making it easy to kind of do this and that. How the characters had to do something in order to get their quote unquote powers. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Michelle Yeoh had to fucking do a million things. Snort. She peed herself at one point. She peed herself. How she <laughs> snorted a fly. The opera know. singer to get her power. She literally had to swallow a frog, which I thought was fucking. Yeah, funny. <laughs> yeah. Like what the fuck? Um, all this crazy shit. How they had 
had to do something mm-hmm. to get to where they needed to be to get those advantages. Like that was a cool little element that that it's you could a ni- see. Yeah, it's a nice random twist. Without it, didn't take me too much out of it. At least, um, uh, right, right. It, Rick it, and Morty wishes it was everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> In terms of like, oh, we're so random, but we actually make sense. Yeah, I also right. just, I'm sorry, I just don't like Rick and Morty. Um, <laughs> don't send hate mail my way. Send hate mail to me. Actually, I don't fucking I'll care. I'll fucking print it out and care. put it on all of my walls. Oh, yeah. Bask in the glory. <laughs> I fucking hate Rick and Morty. They had one good episode. Which the one where their that? dog got castrated, absolutely. For like, where are my testicles, Summer, or whatever? That was fucking genius. <laughs> Everything else, I'm like, eh. <laughs> nice, nice. Anyway, <laughs> um, fuck. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm baffled and mm-hmm. amazed that time has flown by this much. Like, it's currently quarter after six. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what time we got here. And I don't remember what time we started the movie. It's like a two-hour movie. It's a solid... It's a long... It's a long-ass movie. It didn't feel that long. Nope. Because so much happened. Like I said, it was very clearly made by somebody who has ADHD. And I mean that as, like, the highest compliment. The best like, compliment. And maybe because I also have that shit. Like, maybe that's why I'm so enamored with it. Sure. Um, not that you have to have ADHD to get the film. <laughs> that's no. bullshit. No. Um, I, like, I do not believe I have ADHD, but I do have hyperfixation. It's so, exactly. It's so easy for you to follow despite the fact that everything is happening. Which is why I think it's so good... At like your second time around or your third time around because okay. you start noticing so much shit you start noticing like the picking up the subtle differences yeah things. yeah the subtle differences or like the setups sure like the whole rakakuni thing <laughs> when you're first this is like a very obvious example but when you're first watching it you're like oh she's so confused she means ratatouille and even the yeah. characters say it but there's also like a when they're in the benihana thing when she's trying to fight Jenny Slate um, yeah. with her dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, Jenny Slate. Thank you so much yeah. for being in this film. Thank you so much, God Jenny damn Slate. It. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> so good. Such a good bit part. Such a good part. Um, but like, and it's just like a little like, oh, Rikukuni. And then like, if you're kind of paying attention to Chad, who's like doing the Benihana thing, you're like, is that a raccoon tail? I did notice and that. Then, I did like, notice that. Oh, that's a funny nod. And then you're like, oh, I'm suddenly crying about this man because a very obvious have... fake puppet <laughs> yeah. voiced by Randy Newman is going away. And this guy that we literally just met and know nothing about is crying. And suddenly I feel like you shit. You give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then Michelle Yeoh gets on his shoulders and starts controlling so him. And you just want to be like, go! Get him! But it's like, get him! Get get him back! But it's also like, that fucking universe has one of my other favorite quotes of, I'm useless alone. Um, Oh, we're all useless alone. You're never alone. And I'm like, she's gonna get him to ride on his back. And we're gonna save Rekakuni. And there's like already so much shit going on. You're like, I'm so invested in Rekakuni, but like also, uh, her daughter might fucking metaphorically kill herself because she has depression. You know what I mean? There's like so yeah, much going yeah, yeah. on, and you're like, oh no, I don't have it in my. You already made me have hold room in my heart for two fucking rocks, and now you're doing this with a raccoon. <laughs> Fuck you, and why is it working? <laughs> 
Um, and it's the same, like, going back to the hot dog brands. Like, I was so ready uh, to be done with that. Yeah. Until the, you're not unlovable, even in a stupid universe where we have hot dogs for hands. Uh-huh. We get really good with using your feet. And I'm like, <sighs> I get it. Fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. God damn it. Why? 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 But also, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Fair. You can be like, nothing matters. Or like, hey, nothing matters. <laughs> Let's tackle nihilism on this podcast right now. <laughs> I don't have the energy. <laughs> I do. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-mm. Listeners, I'm sorry. We're not going to do that this round. No. Also, I don't know enough about anything to pretend I know enough about philosophy. So yeah, maybe we'll touch on that when we drag Lincoln over here for Disco Elysium. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We'll touch on that one. Yeah. Fuck my dick. All right. Well, you heard it here, folks. Fuck Bub's dick. Fuck my dick. Um, and also watch everything everywhere all at once. Oh, my God. Please watch it. I, you know, and if you don't like it, you don't fucking like it. That's no, okay. No, but like, that's the other thing. It's I not will never anything. be mad. And there, there are some movies that like... I'm like, I, I get weirdly, def- if I'm hyper fixating on something, I get mm-hmm. very, very defensive and very, very oh, yeah. protective about it because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all of my brain can think about. Right. So when you're saying, oh, I don't like X movie, it takes me a while. Like it takes me a little bit to remove the, oh, you don't like X movie because I hear, oh, you don't like my taste. So oh, right, right, you don't right. like me. That's not true. I just have to take that extra step to remove that from my brain because yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, but like things like the green Knight is another example. Um, like the green Knight and everything everywhere all at once where I'm like, I know going in that this is not going to be for everybody. So if you don't like it, I'm not going to be like, how dare you? You know what I mean? Like I get that it's fucking off kilter, but I genuinely think that if people watch this with like a completely open mind, they will be blown away. Um, I agree. No, this was a very good movie. Again, the weird elements. I feel like I feel like do add something though. They mm-hmm. they really truly genuinely do. They mm-hmm. they make it. There's a point to everything, even if it's stupid. Yes. Yes. Holy shit, yes. Mm-hmm. Clearly, clearly, you've seen this before, and you've thought about it. <laughs> and then if you want to get really, really into it, the fact that it's stupid and also makes a point feeds in so well with, like, the nothing matters, so let's just be kind and just yeah, man. do what we do without, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh... Speaking of the Green Knight, I remember we watched, we went and saw that at the Rivoli. Oh yeah, I love that movie. Not for everyone. I was not a huge fan. Total, totally fair. Like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. The imagery and everything, beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was so beautifully shot and everything just looked amazing. But mm-hmm. I was like, what the it's fuck did long, I just long, it's slow. The plot is weird. It is. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. But I... <sighs> It's not for everybody. Yeah. And that's fine. I fucking love it. It's one of my favorites, but I, it's one of those things where like, oh yeah, no, you don't, you don't like it. I totally get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be mad at somebody for just not digging that particular movie because it's so fucking out there. Hey, (laughs) some cats might not like Kung Fu Hustle and they're wrong, but that's okay. They're straight up wrong. They're straight up wrong. By the way, Kung Fu Hustle has a sequel coming up. You're fucking, you're fucking with me. Uh -uh. You're fucking with me. I'm not. I'm not. You are fucking with me. It's been 10 years, baby. Katya Carter. Yes. You are fucking with me right now. Nope. Kung Fu Hustle 2. 
I'm not fucking joking. You can look it up after. We have to turn our cell phones off because mics. Uh, My electronics are fucking weird, like, and the mics mm, don't like it. And we don't like buzzing. cell phones because we hear a hum. I the know. moment this is done, I will flat out send you the link of like Kung Fu Hustle. Kung Fu. I know you're not gonna flat out send me the link. Like I'm just gonna Google it or whatever, <laughs> and we're gonna watch it together, and it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, I'll watch. And Kung there Fu will be a whole you. goddamn podcast on Kung Fu Hustle Part Two. We might have to do uh, a one on just yeah, like it's right there. Yeah. We we are both looking at it and pointing at it right now. <laughs> we might just have to do a podcast on Kung Fu Hustle. Very briefly, the melon, the, the that very <clears throat> third time's a charm. Thank you. I think very briefly, um, the Millennium Fandom is just going to be a movie <laughs> podcast <laughs> for like a couple of episodes where we're like, okay, but wait, you don't even know. Oh, speaking of shit, I wanted to say Stephanie Stu, um, she is, I really like for listeners who listen that, what the fuck? Anyway. The girl that plays Joy is yes. in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is a show I absolutely love. Yes. Um, and seeing this, seeing everything, everything everywhere all at once makes me fucking furious for May's character. And it's got nothing to do with the writer. She's playing a minor character. Like, I okay. get that logically in yeah. my head. I know. Like, yeah, of course, she's playing a minor character. Her character is used to move the plot line along and give something for Joel to do and something for Joel to, 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 to kind of, like, well, like, hit on literally, but, like, also, like, be, like, somewhat of, like, a foil for Joel's character. Okay. But if they don't give her some really cool fucking moments in the final season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, I'm going to lose my mind because that girl is so fucking talented she and deserves to do more than I'm nervous and leave. Like, no, she's a fucking treasure. You would die for her. I would die for her. Uh, 100%. <laughs> and it's also nice. I'm sure we've gone over time, but I do want to say one. There is fucking. no time. There is no that's time. That's true. Um, it's nice to have a queer story that's not like it's it's brought up and it's an important moment but it's not like we're going to draw out all of your fucking angst. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's also not being like oh you're gay. Okay, that's cool. You're gay. Like, there's a there's a nice little, in my opinion, like, tightrope. It sort of walks where it's like, will my grandfather accept me sort of thing? Like, please introduce me. Like, this is an important generational thing that you don't necessarily get. Yeah. Without, like, never once was I like, oh, my God, Joy is going to be fucking homeless and on the streets or whatever because her family disowned her or anything. That yeah. never, not once did I think about that. It was more about, like, hey you like you as a mother have to accept that I am like this and you need to stop using your grandfather and like your other generation as an excuse and I liked that that was what it was about versus you're queer get out of here or I kind of not that the stuff that does this is is bad but like I, I like there to be a balance between like Oh, like they're they're gay and that's it and there's like nothing wrong with that which is fine and how it should be don't get me wrong but yeah. I do I do like some sort of like realistic tension between that without automatically going um 
to the oh you're disowned and on the streets and we hate you immediate angst right. you know what I mean it's more like you have to accept me and it was both like as somebody who likes girls but I think it was more for this story like as a daughter warts and all mm-hmm. not that being queer is a bad thing but like no, it yeah, was yeah. very obviously like Joy was feeling an extreme disconnect for Eve- between Evelyn and that was a huge part of it yes versus that was the only part of it yeah exactly <laughs> it felt it, no you're it was really really refreshing to see it was because it, it while it was a good part of the plot it wasn't the focus mm-hmm. because you're abs- you are absolutely right where it was more centered around how grandfather would act mm-hmm. and where yeah the mother was like yeah whatever okay you have oh you're so lucky I'm letting or, you date not only a girl but a white girl yeah like, you know what like I mean? this like it wasn't even about her necessarily being uh, gay mm-hmm. um but it was just but also that was an element to it it wasn't like it, it was it was simply an element yes. it wasn't the yes, focus exactly. yes yes like and that the, you're right that is the refreshing. moment where Joe Butabaki like literally stopped the whole thing she like held a hand up and the music cut out and she was like I'm sorry in this universe you're still stuck up on the fact that I like girls yeah and that was man. literally it that was all it took Mm-hmm. And I was like, great. And then they moved past it. And then the movie moved past it until the moment where Evelyn has to be like, okay, I have to bridge these generational gaps. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? No, so that was, was nice. Really I was like, oh, this is really refreshing. It's not shying away from it, but it's not having it as the focus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very, very pleasant. <laughs> that is very nice. No, you're 100% correct. <sighs> I just, I feel you like you gotta I, process this, don't you? I feel like I can't do anything <laughs> but sigh. Yeah. Like, just take deep breaths and be like, holy shit. It's a lot. You're gonna be thinking about it for another couple days, and you're gonna be like, one other thing. Yeah, right. One other thing. Hold on, one other thing. I'm gonna be so happy that we recorded this right after I watched it, mm-hmm. but I'm also gonna be so fucking pissed off that we didn't record <laughs> it four days after I've had yeah. time to process yeah. it. Yeah. So, that's one of the, what that's, and I think that's why I've seen it multiple times because I came out of the theater and I was like, okay like recency bias maybe i just like it because it was a whole lot Mm -hmm. of everything like all at once yeah yeah it was everything everywhere all at once maybe that's why i like it but it kept it kept percolating because i was like wow i think this might be like one of the best movies i've seen in in a while wow wow hold on hold on hold on it's a new thing it's a new shiny stop you're just hyper focusing stop and but like it was like a week later and i was like I have to fucking see this movie again. Sure. Like I need to, I need to pick this apart and I need to see if it's a, as good as I thought it was Mm -hmm. and B, if it's like a legitimately good film. Okay. Um, I like to watch the films. I like, I like to watch at least twice in rapid succession. One of them just kind of taking the story and the other to kind of be like, to like look at like pacing or like other things in it, you know, to like kind of like deconstruct it. Um, but this one, I was like, I'm just going to see this as many times as I possibly can to just absorb it. <laughs> that's fair. That is 100% fair. There's so much to this, to this that, you know, that's uh, subliminal, but also like mm-hmm. directly in your face. Like mm-hmm. that is such a fantastic job of just seeming to, because even now, like as we're sitting here talking to about this, like, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Good point. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. I didn't even notice this. Mm-hmm. And like, 
they seem to have done such a good job of, of really just being like, here are these elements that are in your face and that can please you. But also, mm-hmm. if you look deep, mm-hmm. you look deeply, there's also these other subversive elements that you may not catch right away, but are also just make it that much richer. Even if it's just shit like the bagel versus the Google eye, like the bagel is like dark with like a white iris and you're like, oh yes, that's the nihilism of like nothing matters. So why continue? But the Google eye is like white with a dark iris and you're oh. like, oh, that's very like yin and yang of like, it oh, is. that's nothing matters. So let's have fun. It's little fucking shit like that that I'm like, ah. I did not even Over. fucking think of that until you just said it. <laughs> like, literally, because you were like, the bagel that was dark with the white center, and then I was like, the, and then you said the googly eye with the white outer and the yep. dark circle, and I'm like, oh, it's like and, yin and yang, and then you literally just fucking yeah. said it, and I'm like, and, you know what? I'm leaving. We're done. We're done. We can't do this because this like, is getting fucking weird. It's also the thing of, like, the googly eye is something that fucking Waymond does, and Waymond is the one person that grounds Evelyn completely because Waymond is so open, whereas Evelyn is so closed off. So, of course, I'm learning to fight like you. Not only does she have the... Which is such a... I started crying during that moment. Like, I still kind of tear up when she just turns around and she goes, I'm learning to fight like you, and then it just resolves everything peacefully and gives everything everything like they need sort of thing um but like just the fact that it's the google eye and it's something that you've seen like throughout the thing to the point where like she was like no more google eyes and then she just fucking accepts it because she accepts women for who she is i have a lot of feelings right now oh <laughs> yeah stick google eyes on everything hey, nothing matters so nothing matters so let's fucking google live eye kindly <laughs> live kindly put googly eyes on rocks man yep. mm-hmm. oh my god <laughs> We do need to stop. We do we need, need to stop. To. How long has it been? Uh, it's been too long. A little over an hour. Yeah, we need to stop. All right. Hey, um, hey, pubs. Thanks for letting me ramble incomprehensibly. No. About this oh my god. Movie. Thank you for <laughs> because, like I said, this has been on my list. This movie has been on my to-do list for mm-hmm. a very long time. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you came and we watched it and we got to do a podcast about mm-hmm. it was awesome. That's a fantastic way to spend my Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty um, sick Sunday. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Anyway. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it's been... No. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? Where do we even go from here? I think... Uh, I mean, thank you listeners for joining us on what is no doubt, again, an incomprehensible random world <laughs> ramble for both of us. Um, but I personally enjoy people getting excited about things. I, I enjoy being hyped up. So hopefully you're a little hyped up too. Oh my God, um, I hope so too. Thank you for joining us on the Millennium Fandom. But we're not fucking done yet. Why? Oh, that's right. Why? Because we have The More You Know. All right, Kat. Yeah. So I realized that we literally just recorded last week. That's okay. And we both kind of dumped a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so not much has changed. However, you know, there's not much that you can bring up that's new. But I'm going to challenge you anyway. What have you learned in the last week? What have I learned in or, the last uh, week? Well, okay, okay. What what have you played or uh, oh. anything game? What have you been? What have you experienced? Um, maybe that you haven't mentioned before on this okay. podcast that uh, any you think any of our viewers might enjoy uh well i know we have a i mean we're called the millennium fandom so we have a very nerdy player base um if you guys like 
theater and just like tabletop role-playing games that aren't necessarily Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and if you're if you're like a, a Regency whore and really really like your Jane Austen, <laughs> check out Good Society. It is an incredibly fun game um, where you're basically just Jane Austen characters, and you you know you create drama for yourself and everyone else and you can have as little or as less intrigue as you want it's a it's a blast definitely check it up if you're of the like oh i want to play D, but i don't necessarily want to do combat like i just kind of want to learn how to like talk and navigate my way through things and oh stuff cool like that. try it out cool you'd be surprised perfect <laughs> what perfect. about you what you listen what you listening what you watching what you um, what you doing so uh our mutual friend dj mm-hmm. um who did this saint i'm so sorry for talking shit about spider-man i love <laughs> you dj it's i fine. love you dj it's fine <laughs> we're fine <laughs> yeah um he was very kind enough uh one night to drive up to here and uh we played uh was it king of tokyo okay and uh it's it's been a lot of fun i actually bought it is it like a board game it's a board game mm-hmm. and uh we played it i played it with my three kids and we had a great time with it it's, it's just a quick fun little game um not little i don't know that makes it sound kind of demeaning but it's a it's a quick fun game it's mm-hmm. easy to learn it's easy to play um so that was really nice but the other thing i just want to give that like a quick quick fucking nod yeah good game but i've been watching a lot of dimension 20 yeah buddy fucking dimension 20 holy Fuck shit yeah brennan lee mulligan is like one of the best dms out there when i cannot get my D fix i just watch dimension 20 mm-hmm. and like i said this has suddenly made me want to be brennan brennan lee mulligan has made me want to be a dm absolutely and absolutely I, but yeah. i also realized that i am nowhere near going mm-hmm. to be that level but also because he's been fucking doing this shit since he was in high school and i, I think earlier than that i think he started when he was like 11 um, fair enough yeah fair enough i haven't i haven't i have no idea but once, i just know that he's very yeah. well once you finish yeah. the unsleeping city i would love to do an episode just on tuc Let's Alone. do it. Let's fucking Let's do, do it. it. I have to finish. What the, what the fuck am I watching? Escape the, from Blood Keep. Escape from. <laughs> thank you. I'm, I'm, we were talking about Matt Mercer earlier, so it's fresh we in our minds. We were. We were. <laughs> uh, I'm finishing Escape from Blood Keep. I actually just started that, so mm-hmm. it's going to be a hot minute, but we will do that. It's all right. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. We'll absolutely. Fucking do it. So, Kat, we yeah. have successfully recorded another episode. Yeah, we fucking did it. Hopefully, a lot of it won't just be being won't just be me being like, watch this movie. Which is kind of how I feel right now. I get so amped up when it comes to this movie. I'm like, I could talk about this for three more hours. Let's fucking go. That's why this podcast exists. So it's all good, my yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. All good. Cool. Well, uh, hey, thanks, listeners, for yeah. tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Um, sorry about if uh, you tried to download the last episode and it was only five <laughs> fucking minutes because my dumb ass didn't know what I was doing. But it's okay. I know what the problem hey. was. I fixed it. We, hey. To, to quote Hillary Duff, everybody makes mistakes. It's just one of those days. Okay. I think I fucked up those lyrics and like the, spe- <laughs> the spirit of my roommate is currently like murdering me via, via gaze. I, was, like, I can feel it. I, <laughs> I was going to go more with the theme and say nothing matters. Nothing matters. But, you know, Bubs. Yours is fine too. No, Bubs. Here's the thing. <laughs> nothing matters. <laughs> nothing matters. All right. Five, five. Five, five. Five, five. <laughs> Take care. Do not do not go gentle into good sleep, dear listeners. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Get out of here. I love you so much. Stop it. Get out of here. Stop the show. Get out of here. <laughs> oh my god. This is so-
It's really not that crazy. <laughs> We're not that crazy. A couple of mammals making gravy. Right? Together, you and me. A multi-species team. We're a family. Culinary. Now we're cooking. While nobody's looking. Yeah, we're family. Culinary. Rakakuni, I don't know what I'd do without you. <laughs> yeah, we make a pretty good team. Damn right. <laughs> A couple of mammals making gravy Together you and me A multi-species team We're family We're family Culinarily Culinarily Now we're cooking While nobody's looking We're family That's right Culinarily just a couple mammals making gravy. We're a family, culinarily. Oh, now we're cooking. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Rakakuni.